Welcome everyone to the Gabe the Gabe podcast. Not the gay one. We are surprisingly <laughs> heterosexual. <laughs> so, believe it or not. I don't know. I've kissed a lot of men. Oh, well. Almost <laughs> for Colin. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, hi. I'm I'm Colin, but I'm best known by Carcella. Indeed. Or or Nero X or Steve Rickman in the Casino Monks. I have a lot of I have a lot of band names. And he's going to change it very soon again. Yeah. Did I tell you what I want to change it to? I Ego Ego Vox. Ah, okay. You might have told E-G-O-V-O-X. me. Ego V O X. It's nice. It's three letters, three letters. Indeed. But yeah. We're here to discuss my music, my upcoming music. Yep. My past music. Just music, music, music. Indeed. Lots of so, music. Uh, I don't know how you have the time to create so much music honestly dude seriously i'm just like i don't know uh well it's kind of funny because i just i do it my free time like uh remember when i had my band blue shoes i was like man it'd be awesome like if i could just work on stuff like when i wasn't when i wish i could do it by myself i wish i could be like all right like lunch break and then just run downstairs and work on stuff not have to like it's much more tedious and long to have someone come over so yeah, um, but that never really happened. And then I'm like, oh, and I started my own band, which was originally Steve Rickman and the Casino Monks. And I don't know. So like six months for me is the equivalent of like probably s- like three years for a regular band. That's why I produce albums also so quickly. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Like you released Gothic Therapist Convention. And then like how many months later was it when you released <laughs> Glamorized Garbage? Because it felt like it was so soon and there were so many tracks on that album. Uh, let me check. I don't it'll it'll say. I'll Google it because it's on uh Nice. It's on iTunes. Check it out on iTunes if you want. Check it out. Indeed. On Spotify. Yeah, hold on. Gothic. Um, dude, you have no idea. dude, listen to my old stuff. I released Oh my yeah, I'm just gonna my band camp. I but literally have man. all of your stuff downloaded. <laughs> Are you serious? Even like my old st- my oldest stuff? Like Steve Rickman? Oh my gosh, dude. You're dedicated. No <laughs> one listens I, to that. I have heard everything. I even listened to the whole, what was it, like a 16-minute freaking track? <laughs> and then it comes Wait, in what? at like 10 minutes. You have like, oh goodness, what was the album? Tattooed Frustration, I think it was. Oh yeah. And the, like, at the, ver- at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never listened to the whole thing anymore. It was just like a one time and I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Okay. <laughs> but no. July 23rd, I released my first album, and then, uh, let's see, probably like, and then August 4th, I released my next one. Man, that's, (laughs) oh my gosh, and then, yeah, August 4th, and then October 28th, so like Mm. two months later, and then Psalms of Skepticism released February 2018. Like, I waited quite a while to release that. Yeah. I was so, like, do you have just music kind of laying around at some times and then you kind of overlap projects or? Uh, yeah, I, wait, hold on. March, April, May, June, July. Oh, I really, dude, Gothic Therapist Convention came out in March and then Glamorous Garbage came out in, in July. So that was like a few months. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess, wait, what is it? July? It's now January. Oh, my new album come out a couple of months. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess I have like a lot of. Well, I recently transferred computers because I like uh, was going through my parents' closet because I do. I think I was looking for like I don't know soap, 
and I uh, I found my old computer that I never I like had gotten rid of, but I don't I think it crashed. I was like, it's dead. My parents were like, well, I remember my parents were like, okay, well you can have our computer because we're like getting a new one. But I recently found it, and so I'm using that one. I'm using that one now, and like it's just uh, I don't know. I've kind of tra- I transferred thing. I didn't really transfer anything, and so like yeah, I was starting fresh. So I did occasionally. Uh, here's some news. I actually started a new band recently because an actual I band was like, I, with more than one person. Well, no, me. <laughs> well, I have actually, in a way, um, I have a band called Open Palm with my friend James. He plays guitar and sings and write li- and writes lyrics, and I sing and play drums and write lyrics. So it goes both ways. Nice. It's like indie. Me- it's like indie slash metal. There's a lot of screaming because. It's like I don't know. It's really weird. He's a jazz musician. He's a jazz guitarist. So like a lot of the chords are so odd that I can't find a, a vocal melody. It's like oh, I'll just scream all the lyrics. It works. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, but I have that band, and then I was like, wow, I produce a lot of music. I better like make a new band. And also, okay, do you remember the song "My Only Rise" off of Glamorized Garbage? Yes, I'm trying to remember which one that was because there's like it was a really, really heavy one. It was second to last track. Oh, was that the one where we're just like screaming everything practically? <laughs> yeah, dude, wicked song. Because yeah, I get, I don't know why, but I get that one and uh, what was it like forceful breed? I think it was. I get those two confused because I think one of them is just like screaming, the, and the other one has like <laughs> like a tinier yeah. voice. I don't know. <laughs> That really hurts my voice. It's like the back of my throat. How many takes did that take? I I feel like you had to do that a couple times, like throughout like couple weeks. Each well, like each verse is like a different recording, pretty much. Like not like each line almost is a different a different recording. Because I was like, I wanted to get it all good, and also you have to be really dehydrated. Because if you don't, it'll sound like gross. So I have to swallow a lot. Hold on. So she said. I'm assuming we will never get a live performance of that track. I'm gonna play it live. Really play it live. It's a good luck, my friend. Great song. Oh, that is so Marilyn Manson. (laughs) Um, but anyway, my only rise, amazing song, but no one likes it. It's the the least listened song on my thing and also remember window shopper on got the carpet's dimension yeah no blood on the floor yeah yeah, yeah dude it was honestly my favorite song off of the album but no one listened to it so i was like all right because i'm making because it's alternative so i'm like all right i'm making a new band called pope mayo like pope m-a-o uh yeah mayo was the first name of this like korean general from the 1800s who like had the most gen he has like the highest genocide count he's got like 70 million people he's killed. So, yeah, of course, it had to be edgy. Um, but, yeah, it's all metal. It's extremely heavy, extremely dark. It's great. I, like, produce so many songs. <laughs> it's it's actually a lot of rap, too, because I, I, write, I write really late when I'm, like, feeling really, really, I don't know, angry or whatever. Uh, and I can't, like, I can't play drums. But I'm like, you know what? I want to. And I want to make a song, so I just add electronic drums. So it's honestly like pretty, pretty rap heavy in a way. Are those are deli- those like electronic drums that you produce yourself, or are they ones that you know it's like an automatic? Oh no, I produce them. Nice. No, it's like a keyboard. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I produce quite a lot. 
as as you can tell by your band camp yeah no kidding dude i've released so many albums <laughs> it's uh, crazy kind of sad actually uh blue shoes has come together quite a few times in the past couple of months. Like, we've just hung out and we've tried to write and i'm like we got nothing i don't know like never have i had less chemistry with like a writer i don't know we just mess around and like i feel like because there's no like i feel like there's no goal we have mm. i don't feel like we're like writing towards anything like open palm like my friend james is really determined to like finish an ep um soon we have like six tracks it's pretty good actually it's great stuff he's a really good he's a really good writer but with blue shoes we released like one ep and i actually love it i recently i recently re-listened to it so i'm like this is so good it is pretty solid um and it's because i really listened to it because i was um listening to some song and i remember i I remember I saw like a video of how the band made. I don't. I'm, I saw a video of how the band made the song, and so I was like, "Huh, that's really, that's really like cool." And but it sounds like they're all playing at the same time. But in the video, they were all playing like everything was recorded separately. And so I'm like, "Oh, I wonder like how bands vary in sound when they play different or together." And the Blue Shoes EP, Emotions and Stuff, was recorded in one room. Like I hooked up like. We had a mic on my kit. We covered that with a bunch of blankets, um, snare, two overheads. And then we had an amp on Chris's guitar. And that was, like, covered by a giant blanket so it wouldn't bleed through. And then we just both, like, plugged in earbuds to the computer and listened to it from there. <coughs> Point is, is that that was, recorded, that was recorded together. But, like, our other EP, uh, what's it called? Uh, tedious. Tedious. How do you know that? Because um, I listened yeah, to recorded. it on the rig. <laughs> that was recorded all separately, and it's really good. Um, but I was like, oh, okay. And honestly, I like emotions and stuff better. It's raw, probably because we weren't able, like, when you record, you have like all the separate tracks. But something was broken with like the mics, like the mic setup and the interface, which is the box you use to record all the mics in was broken so we had to record all the drums and all the guitars on one track so we couldn't really mix it <laughs> we couldn't like mess with it or edit it because if you edit to one thing everything was edited i think we added like a little bit of reverb and that's all we did wow so it's uh, basically just was raw for the most part yeah vocals were separate but like we also i had no idea how to mix either so it was like nothing so yeah nothing really sounded but it was great though i loved it but uh, i would have preferred more bass hmm. but yeah that's uh that was cool but yeah blue shoes kind of kind of dry and we'll never and see I, a re reunion <laughs> uh well maybe might be uh there's a website my friend showed me and it's like it's it's really if you want to start a band like with someone who lives in like a different country or state because you can record songs upload them straight there and you can download them and so uh, mm. Pretty much, you can just. That's how I've recorded a lot of songs with James. He sent me songs. Like, hey, I recorded this. Uh, work with it. So yeah, it's. I don't know how much, uh, the guitarist of Blue Shoes actually practices. He's at college right now, but if he does and he's willing to like write some songs while he's in his dorm or whatever, then record them like on his on his phone and send them to me. Then I'll just uh, I'll work with them. He can literally just like record. Can, and actually, I think that's in a way kind of cool. I support people making bands across 
the internet and i've tried but everyone's always like no man you need like in room chemistry i'm like no you don't and it's honestly better if it's not because if you write a song like oh this is cool send it if you send it to somebody then they're forced to work with that and they have to be really creative to get it to sound good it's not like let's simplify it what's it's not like let's simplify everything to make it sound better like you have to work really hard with it that's awesome so yeah i'm honestly for that because otherwise it's almost like there's at least the way it sounds um it sounds like there's no effort if it's like oh you just have to be in the same room yeah seriously like uh i'm never gonna release this but when chris and i hung out a couple days ago um he played this really like shitty pop punk song and i ad-libbed all the lyrics i was like i hate my mom and dad (laughs) (laughs) i like it was one take and i started laughing through halfway through the song because chris started laughing i was like yeah i don't know it was just just a mess man (laughs) um but yeah that was that was fun sounds good so like i forgot exactly what i was going to say um but well okay when can we expect something new because are we in somewhat of a bigger pause than usual since i mean the pauses we've had so far have been like what three months at the most (laughs) yeah honestly um yeah i'd say so uh many reasons why probably because well also my friend who's has a he does what i he does what i do he makes music produces like he has a band granted Takes a lot, it takes a lot longer, but like he, with the website we both use to release music, um, it can, you can put a, like a set date for like when you want the album released, or you can just put it for whenever you want released, or you can just put it like soon as possible. And so um, it, yeah, and so instead it'll just release whenever it comes out and you can like find out, and it'll email you saying, hey, your album's been up. But if you want, you can just put it like on a certain date. It'll be released at that point. And so I'm going to do that because he's like, it's really important to promote the album before it comes out. Like create anticipation. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Like that's true. it's really only worked with Eminem because he's already famous. Yeah, that's true. And usually whenever you have an album coming out, no one knows until like the day that it's out. <laughs> yeah. I Which never, I like, mean, about it. I, don't I mean, know. if you had like 5,000 more followers, then that would be a cool bomb, Michelle. But you don't. <laughs> so and whew, that is gonna be tough it was hard to decide with like music like my career i guess mm-hmm. it's hard to decide with like my professional part and my personal part on deleting my instagram which had like 1400 followers but i was like yeah. i hate that people can i don't know people were like people from like my school or whatever they were really it was really easy to find me on social media and i was like i hate that but it wasn't really negative it just I hated that people were able to find me so easily. I'm like, fuck you, okay? Why should you know who I am? Okay? Like, you have to work to know who I am. <laughs> so yeah, I just deleted it. I'm like, you're all annoying. And I created a much more small private one. You follow that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Although well, I don't like, tell people about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this kind of Instagram? No, he deleted it. Never remade a new one. Even <laughs> though <laughs> no, now the secret's out, but you're not going to find Seriously, it. But but, well, you don't know the name, do you? I changed the name. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So my, but the point is, though, is I now have no publicity. Granted, I have you. Uh, and I, like, kind of want to hit up my friend who's in that band to be like, yo, like, give me a shout out. Um, but he's, 
I don't know, pretty famous, and I can't really imagine him. He makes like metal, metalcore. It's not really my thing. I don't. I, mean, I like it. I'm saying I don't. It's not my genre. Oh, actually, do you know the band Mindless Self Indulgence? I do not believe I do. Okay, they're one of my favorite bands, and they're just really I don't know weird. And they created their own own record label because they had this song called Panty Shot, which was about pedophilia. But it was told in, like, a really humorous light. <laughs> and, like, no label would sign them. But they were like, we really want that song on there. And so they had to create their own records called, I think it's called The End Records. And so I've been DMing the band of MSI constantly saying, like, yo, like, sign me. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> I can't be imagine sick. anybody else would. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're into weird music. You make weird music. Come on, man. I'm with you on this boat. I don't know. But I like. I just can't find any place to like sign me. I don't know. Like, It's really hard to get out there in general. And I've always been like, against record labels, but I'm like, I want publicity. I want something. I'm working really hard at this. Yeah. I want it, man. Maybe the, the, I feel like it would have to be some sort of underground indie label or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, And I've looked for a lot of them, but also because I don't fit that. Like, I don't know. Listen, like... Like, my new album? Yeah, still. My album is more indie, and it's more put together, but it's heavier. Like, I used... I screamed more. Um, my last album, I screamed virtually, like, not at all. But, like, my new album that I'm working on, I scream a lot. And here's also why you can wait. You can probably guarantee it'll be a little while before it comes out. Because I have a song on there. It's probably the best song. Like, in my opinion, I was, like, chilling and i'll give you i'll hum it it's like i hummed that and i went downstairs put on the piano i called james of open palm and was like yo you need to come over i need you to like play this on guitar so he put it on guitar and it was such a good song it's a swing song and I was like, I really, really want a saxophone solo in this song. Oh, man. Really badly. That sounds and I know, like, sick. Yeah. And I know, like, one saxophone player who can actually, who can actually like, ad-lib, like, a solo uh, lives really far away. And, like, I'm going to need to go to his house. Yeah, I'm going to need to go to his house. And so it's going to be, like, really hard to, like, arrange that because he's, like, 15. He doesn't drive. So it's just going to be like really, I don't know, that I want on there. And I'm like, I'm not compromising. No. <laughs> and like some of the skepticism, if you've ever noticed, came out like a eh, pretty good chunk. Okay, let's see. July, August. July, August. I, le- I released another EP in August. October. And then February. That was because I had made an album. I made, I written all the songs. And then like – my first four albums or first three albums with that e- and then that EP were all made on one mic, like everything. I had the most complex, I would put it, the mic in the weirdest places in order to get all like all the drums. And it actually sounded okay, but then I got like more mics, and I was like, I really want to record this with several mics. It's gonna sound a lot better. So yeah, I did that, and it was, I had to re-record everything. <laughs> so that kind of sucked, and it was tedious, and I. Yeah, but that was why it took so long. But this album, um, well, go ahead. Ask me some more questions. I'll answer them before I start rambling. Yes, yes. So what was it like starting out in music? Just in general, actually. This is this is rambly. What got you to like, want to make music in the first place? Like, probably starting out with Blue Shoes, I would assume. Yeah, like, well, actually, I had a band 
like way back. Yeah, this band called uh, we're gonna call it Dripping Shadows. What a dumbass name. Um, but yeah, it was me and this dude, and then he was so unmotivated to ever. What the fuck are those dogs? <laughs> he was so unmotivated to ever hang out, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude." And actually, he's a really stu- He's really, really bad at guitar, so I was like, "Whatever." And then um, I started a band with my friend called jo- named Joseph. Called Joseph. Um, that was called. What were we called? We had like we were called Flair, Margo. Uh, I think we settled on Margo, because Margo was a cool name. I think I just like the name Margo. Um, and he played ukulele and piano, but he's not terribly, like musically motivated. We wrote like three songs. I still love them actually, but they're never gonna come out ever. Really, <laughs> we'll never hear my sweet prepubescent. Oh, like fourteen. You'll never hear my sweet young voice. Oh. Um, not even yeah, in like fuck. a Carcella documentary, and you'll have to put those oh, in there. I, well, I was considering uh, remixing one of the songs, re-recording the vocals, and, and posting it. You might hear that maybe. Hmm. It's called tr- a song called Tracks. It's because. Joseph and I were supposed to like hang out in Chicago all day, and then we missed the train twice. So we're like, "All right, let's write a song called Tracks." And we wrote it like it was a breakup song. It's actually about missing the train, <laughs> which is still really funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we had we had that. I had that, and then I was like, I want to make music on my own in my own free time. So I like had this keyboard that I got for free for somebody, and I was like, all right, well, I can record it. I can record drums. Like I can do all of this. So I'll just start. I started doing that. Um, uh, what was it? All your friends are lying to you. Was like not all that actually. I'd say Frank is dead. Have you listened to that EP? Yeah, it was only like two songs, right? Dude, one of my favorite pieces I've ever made. <laughs> really? Don't know why. I just love it so much. Um, like Valen, is it called Valen Part Two? It is called Valen. I guess I wrote a song originally called Valen, and like I I didn't ever release it, but uh, so it's called Valen Part Two, and it's so good. That song Valen Part Two is like six has like so many instrumentals. It's so beautiful. It's my most melodic thing I've ever released. I might re-record it, man. It's so good, but so badly produced that I'm like, I gotta. And then you have Friend, in quotations, also a great song. It's just so good. Yeah. But then after after that, um, I released, you know, All Your Friends Are Lying to You. And I love that. That's such a good album. Like, that was when my friends heard it. They're like, oh, this is pretty good. And I'm like, thanks, dude. And then I released Psalm of Skepticism, My Kid. I love that album so much. You said you were going to like re-record that, right? Song? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you decided to just not. Oh, I feel like I might I might ruin it if I re-record it and I You don't, don't want to mess with I it. Like I re-recorded two songs and one of them sounded a lot better and then one of them I re-recorded it and it sounded kind of worse. Uh, I, reco- I, re- I, re- I re-recorded Sushi, but mostly because I'm going to play that song live and my live shows, if they ever do happen, it's just gonna be karaoke virtually. I'll have I'll have live drums, mm-hmm. but it's just gonna be karaoke virtually. I'll have the instrument instrumental playing over like an amp, and then I'll have an actual drummer because that's important. And then I'll sing. But yeah, what were you gonna say? 
just speaking of live shows, I was thinking it would be like interesting. I'm not sure if you'd be into it, but would you do like a live, uh, you know, album or EP or something? Oh yeah, dude. If I if I record if I play live, I'm. So, if I I feel like the first time you play live should be captured in some way. Oh yeah, definitely. And like I'm going to publicize hard for that. Oh yeah, because I just I'll, want to. I mean, so, I will make it a priority. To make it to a show, honestly. Thanks, and like it's gonna be tough though, because off the record, I got expelled from school. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not going to go into how or why, but, like, I'm no longer at school. So, um, however, though, I did recently create a Twitter. And, like, since I'm not at school anymore, I kind of wanted to ha- have, like, I don't know, a voice almost, even though I'm out of school. Because I wouldn't say I'm popular, but I'm pretty provocative. And so, like, I'm provocative around a lot, around a lot of people. And... If I'm provocative around any white girls, it's going to get out because white girls are like a cult. They're all like <laughs> they're all acquaintances. They're all even if they hate each other, they're acquaintances in some way or another. So like, yeah. And so I created Twitter and I'm following like all the most like basic popular people at school. It sounds so stupid, but it's good, though. Now I can like it's sort of like I'm not really gone and it's sort of nice. Um, So, yeah, I like started a fight with a teacher on Twitter. Nice. <laughs> Well, I am now going to ask two more questions just to wrap this up, and I think I think they're pretty decent ones. Um, so, can you explain where you came up with each name? Oh, okay. Um, so Steve Rickman and the Casino Monks. Wait, from like blue sh- all the way back to like. Yes, every okay to all the way all to right. the uh, future. All right, Dripping Shadows just sounds awesome. This is because uh, like you don't imagine fire dripping but fire does drip if you like hold it up it might fall but like shadows the never it just sounds cool okay it just sounds cool that's true um and then i found my, 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 my friend joe called it was really called the loners because at like one time within the span of like an hour our like one of our family members was like joe you're such a loner like colin you're such a loner and i was like i'm in no way are we loners but let's go with that <laughs> and then Margo is just an awesome name. All right, now to the good stuff. Blue Shoes, that came up because um, originally, I don't know if you ever knew, Blue Shoes was originally called Last Night. I don't think I did. Okay, it's just, it just sounded cool. It was That was forced. I was like, band name, go. And I was like, how about Last Night? Bruh, like, Last Night, that'll get radio play. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just stupid. Um, but then Blue Shoes... It's because I'm in Boy Scouts, or I used to be, and I went to my, like, I don't know why my mom was always like, don't buy, like, Vans or Converse. They have horrible support, and they do, but who cares? But, like, I was at a thrift shop, and I bought a pair of these blue Vans, like, very, very bright blue Vans. They were, like, neon. And even when I when I was young, even when I wore them and I was so unaware, I was like, I look really gay. <laughs> but, yeah, they were, like, an inside joke of my Boy Scout trip for the longest time, and Chris Wood is in was in Boy Scouts with me. So, yeah, Blue Shoes. All right. Steve Rickman and the Casino Monks uh, came up because I was like, all right, I love the name Steve Rickman. It sounds manly. It sounds good. And then the Casino Monk part came from, like, what's an, what's, like, not an adjective, but what's, like, a name for a group of people, but they're so weirdly opposite. 
and some like casino monks. Like, can you imagine monks in a casino? It's like <laughs> the loudest place on earth. So I'm like, yeah, that's really weird. So it's just unfathomable. I like that. And then I changed it to Nero X just because it sounds cool. And then I found out there's already a band called Nero. And I was like, okay, well, frick. So I created the band. I, f- I looked up. I'm like, all right, I like Nero X. So I want to run with Roman emperors. Nero, you know, was an emperor. So I found a Roman emperor called Caracalla. I'm like, all right, I'll, tra- I'll take out a syllable. Carcella. That's cool. And then people kept pronouncing it Carcella. Including it's myself, not- I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Frick. You. It's not Carcella. Like, it's almost like you're too gr- grammatically advanced. Like, you see it and you're like, Carcella. Well, that wouldn't be it because the C is probably an S. No. So, yeah, that was just really ridiculous and people kept, like, saying it Carcella. And so I went through so many names in the past, like – couple weeks uh i had sober god because i'm like i'm a god and <laughs> musicians are always like talking about being a high and i'm off i'm really not ever so like i'm a sober god my mom's like don't put the word god in there and i'm like yeah it's a little i could offend like my entire family <laughs> like my immediate family so no and i came with ego vox so i originally wanted to call myself the great ego because i have a giant ego but also because ego vox because i really like my favorite rapper probably is slug christ and i like that because everyone calls him slug and i'm like okay i'm a band yes but like i'm also i'm i'm an artist and i want people to like ego vox is something you can actually call someone like hey, ego vox or ego like you can call someone that i don't know it just sound it just fit really well so yeah my band name is now Ego Vox. E G O V O X. Nice. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with it. Alright. Now last thing. The final question. Here the we final go. Final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not even really a question, it's more of a like, hey, do this. But <laughs> That's really high for me. Dang, son. <laughs> Speaking of real quick, I just wanted to say one time I was showing uh, "Dazed Love" to a couple people, and, oh, and good song. And, yeah, it was, that's one of my favorites. And the part where um, crap, what was it? Uh, <laughs> hold on, I gotta think of what it was. Oh shoot! I know what I know. What you're talking about the really high note, <laughs> passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Wait, hold on. Okay, it's because. I was like, wow, I haven't like sang high on this al- on this album at all. And I'm like, I'm gonna do that. I can see why you're so passive aggressive. Oh, that's- because, dude, because like, I showed that to them, and they were, like, they were, like, kind of uh, talking over it. And then once that happened, they looked like, dude, what? Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, it's, insanely, it's, like, they they loved it. Actually, I was a botch when I listened to that, when I recorded it, because I was like, I want to go the highest I can, but I, it, it, it's, it sounds weird. It's, like, it's, but it's good. It's good. You know, it's good. Yes. Anyway, final, final thing. So, to the people who haven't listened to your music, what are some must listens for a first time listener don't wait for my new album that's the thing that's also why I created a new aim because I showed my friend my band she go oh, cool she hit shuffle 
like on my Ooh. entire discography, and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you should okay, I, yeah, I listen that, in order. That's true, but well, who does that? But I was like, okay, you know what? No, because I have so many bad songs. Like, Gothic Therapist Convention, not a very good album. It's catchy, but it's not very good. And so I'm like, it I has wanna, ones I here and there that are really good. Yeah, fraud, dude. Everyone loved fraud, and I didn't. I didn't expect that, but it's a great song. I don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah, and so I'm like, all right, I want to have a page where like. Maybe I won't like every song, but every song's at least presentable and good. I don't ever want to be like, don't listen to that song. Like, that's bad. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Go ahead. If you want, listen to it. So, yeah, um, my new album is going to be a lot better, much better produced. Mu- yeah, a lot better produced. Um, it's also guitar-driven. I I bought an electric. It's currently under under my feet. But, yeah, I bought an electric from a thrift shop, and then I got new strings. And I've been – I learned a little bit. Um I learned bar chords, which, if you don't know, is what Green Day writes all their songs on. <laughs> so, yeah, like, majority of the – a lot of – oh, hey, here's a treat for all of you hardcore fans. Killer Brat, remember that song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I reproduced it. It's going to be on my new album. Oh, dang. Like, everyone loved that album, but, my, but like, I didn't – I wasn't, I wasn't like, producing really well at the time, and so the drums sounded so bad. So I'm like, all right, like electronic and the real ones. So I, I lengthened it a great deal too. It's just so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. So yeah, don't listen to it. Like prolong your wish and just wait for the new album. I will say new album going to be called Neutrality. It's, yeah. Is there, is there, is there going to be a song in it called Ajit Pie? No, you f- – <laughs> I was – Oh, I get, I get it. I was actually, I'm actually for net neutrality in a way, mm. but I don't want to jump into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Anyway, well, it's been good talking. With yes, you. Talk I with would assume you. though, but wait, hold on, what was I going to say? So yes, basically, just everyone listen to glamorized garbage because that's his most solid full uh, length yet. I'm David Colt signing off. In <laughs> that is correct. Okay. All right. See you next time. Leave stuff in the comments for what you would like on another podcast episode. And we will see you some point. I don't know when. That's all.